Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Goyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Jim, how are you doing tonight? Hi, Dal. I'm fine. How about you? I'm doing great. Looking forward to um, uh, looking at some of these uh, wonderful points from spleen seven to twelve today. And let us uh, go through uh, spleen seven first. Spleen seven, logu, uh, um, is um, a, a point that originates from Zhenjiu Jiajin, and this is the seventh point of the spleen channel. And it means basically, lo means uh, leaking, gu uh, means a valley or a depression. So you could say this is a leaking valley or leaking depression. And uh, um, the meaning uh, has to do with the anatomical depression that is located uh, where that uh, Jim, you're going to talk to us a little bit about. But it also has a meaning of leakage, means that this might be a good point to be used for any kind of urinary issues, urinary issues. So, uh, Jim, how would you locate this point? Well, we're on the spleen channel as defined in the leg between the medial malleolus and the spleen nine point just above the uh, medial condyle of the tibia. That means we're on a connecting line. And this one is six sun proximal to the tip of the medial malleolus. Uh, as we talked last week of spleen six as being three sun. So clinically, I like to simply double the distance of spleen six in a proximal direction and measure this in, in that manner. Okay, so I'm basically saying spleen seven can also be defined as twice the distance from the top of the malleolus to spleen six. Of course, we're posterior to the tibia, and that might be that little uh, groove that you're talking about. Yes, and uh, um, and it's, um, it's a wonderful point, and if we are looking at its action again, since it's a spleen channel point, it has um, the action of strengthening spleen, harmonize stomach. Uh, benefit uh, urine and uh, eliminate uh, dampness. These are some of the actions of what these points provide. Um, and what are the indications, Jim? Well, uh, again, uh, this is one of the points I tend to use for its uh, local actions uh, as a point for uh ankle and leg-related problems, although I'll add it in combination for ankle swelling and edema uh, as a um, spleen channel point. So those are the main actions I would focus on with this point. How about you? Well, um, I would say that I would add on to it. It has been used for stomach, intestinal issues such as colitis, gastritis, both acute and chronic. Use also for bore, borygmus, indigestion. Like what you were saying, it can also use for shoulder blade pains um, and um, has been used also for lower um, extremity numbness. And other, uh, other conditions other acupuncturists has used for has been such as urinary bladder, urinary tract infection, and manic uh, depressive uh, uh, conditions. Uh, so these are some of the things that I can see. And for uh, point combinations, um, a lot of time, logo spleen seven can combine with uh, CV4, Guanyuan, uh, Sen Su point, bladder 23, and Sanin Jiao spleen six. Combine these three points specifically to treat kidney deficiency where there's a leakage of urination. Um, we can also combine with uh, bladder 52 and uh, uh, tai chi, uh, which is uh, kidney 3, uh, to enhance kidney deficiency situations. And uh, uh, for things like insomnia uh, and with the kidney issues, uh, especially when you have heart and kidney insomnia issues, you can also combine with heart seven, for example. 
uh, when there's dizziness, we can use this point uh, uh, combined with uh, do 20 uh, by Hui uh, also as well. Um, for a lot of the uh, dampness, damp heat situation, we can combine with uh, uh, CB2, for example, uh, spleen 6 as well as spleen 9. Uh, these are some of the points that can be combined. And uh, also, um, there is liver uh, 9 point you can combine to treat any kind of abnormal uterine bleeding due to zhenjia conditions. Um, and so it's uh, interesting that there's a lot more interested, uh, interest in this point, even though clinically um, a lot of acupuncturists don't use this point as much. But still, is, um, there's definitely some interest in some of these uh, uh, points. Yes. I wasn't aware of many of those indications, especially those related to the kidney. Very interesting. How would you needle it? Um, I tend to needle this uh, obliquely, as I often needle points that are located proportionally. Uh, again, this is on a 13-sun uh, unit uh, line, and we're finding it 6 in proximal, so I'll often needle it obliquely, often in a proximal direction. Um, it can be needled, however, perpendicularly, and depending on how it's uh, needled and the the uh, size of the area, the muscle str- muscle mass and so forth, I would needle it 1 sun to 1.5 sun deep. So looking from the classics, uh, Spleen 7 logo has been documented in four major texts. Uh, uh, texts such as Zhenjiu Jia Yijin, Tonglen, Su Xue Zhenjiu Tu Jin, Lei Jin Tu Yi, as well as uh, Beiji Qian Jin Yao Fang. And a lot of them talk about how this point uh, can be used for a lot of abdominal issues, digestive issues. Um, it also talk a lot about for damp B syndrome, especially when there's a leg calf weakness. Um, this point can also be used uh, for that kind of condition. So, um, Jim, do you have anything else to add for this point? No, I think you gave some very interesting actions that I wasn't aware of. I appreciate that, Dao, from different classical texts and different contemporary sources. Thank you. I'm ready to go on to Spleen 8. How about you? Oh, yes. Spleen A is uh, probably one of my favorite points, which I use a lot since I treat a lot of gynecological conditions, uh, this is an incredible point for a lot of different um, um, uh, gynecological problems, especially with a dysmenorrhea. Uh, but uh, let's just go through the uh, name uh, Di means uh, earth, and Ji means um, opportunities. So Di uh, Ji means that uh, there is a great opportunity to treat the earth element, which obviously is a spleen channel and has a lot to do with the um, the qi and the blood strengthening the qi and blood abundance. So basically, it talk about how when you treat this point, it can help to strengthen the opportunity for the earth. So therefore, this is interesting enough. With that kind of meaning, frequently, a lot of um, later acupuncture interpret that this is actually to really improve earthly reproductive functions. So it is uh, basically uh, become like one of the most important point for reproduction for infertility treatments. Very interesting. How would you uh, locate this uh, the the point? Spleen end point is for me on the connecting line between the tip of the malleolus and spleen nine. Because of the curvature of the tibia at that point, it puts it a little bit uh, away from the bone, not directly posterior to the posterior border of the tibia, like the spleen six, spleen seven. Uh, and then it's three tsun distal to spleen nine. So uh, sometimes some modern sources suggest it's uh, about a finger breadth posterior to the tibial border. For me, it's just connecting it on the line from spleen nine downward to the other spleen points. So that's where I'm locating it. It's great. And uh, this point DG uh, also has another <clears throat> meaning called Pisa. 
piece. So that's another name of、uh, this point.、Uh, it has a function of strengthening spleen, eliminate dampness, regulate menstruation, and stop vaginal discharges and vaginal infections. Again,、uh, it also regulates blood and、uh, obviously、um, get rid of excessive fluids. Uh, since uh, it's also、uh, a special characteristic, is that it's、um, it's a、uh, C cleft point of the spleen channel. Since it's a C cleft point, it's、uh, very good for acute problems such as acute abdominal distension, acute abdominal pains, acute diarrhea, acute dysentery, acute edema. So、uh, these are some of the action. Of what this uh, uh, point do,、uh, Jim? How would you treat?、Uh, what would you use this for? Well, you mentioned several things there. I would agree. The main indication would be dysmenorrhea or several menstrual complaints, including dysmenorrhea. But、uh, I'll mention its use in acute knee pain.、Uh, sometimes I'll use it on the opposite side for the knee pain. That means for right knee pain, I'll use it on the left side. And I do want to mention, based on channel collateral theory, that this would be a point for me for hand tie-in or long channel elbow pain. So I've used it also in areas around the elbow, although it's、uh, of course a, a distal to the knee, and also would be more appropriate for a slightly distal to the elbow joint as well. So those are the indications I use it for. Excellent, and I'm just going to add on to it since I deal with so many、uh, reproductive medicine patients. Uh, this is a very、uh, good point for almost any kind of semen、um, deficiency issues,、um, as well as for infertility issues、uh, for both、uh, men and women. For both men and women, so I mean, you can literally use this point for obviously it's very good for dysmenorrhea um, and uh, uh, very good for abnormal uterine bleeding as well. And it also has known to be useful for some people. For erectile dysfunction and uh, and uh, impotence uh, situations, and、um, I will come back and talk a little bit about some of the research that goes with it.、Um, but、uh, I just want to go straight to point、um, uh, combination. Then, before you get that, I, I wanted to ask you: by dysmenorrhea, are you、uh, focusing primarily on blood stasis、uh, dysmenorrhea, or do you treat it for、uh, deficiency type dysmenorrhea? This point. Well.、Um, You know, interesting enough, its、uh, use can can be used for both. Oh, basically, if there's an excess type, we would actually do a very strong sedation technique,、um, and is usually perpendicular、uh, needling、uh, and、uh, you know twisting the needle、um, for maybe a minute or two, and then、uh, for a deficient one, we just do it shallower. Instead of needle quite deeply, we can needle shallower.、Um, since this point can be needle from somewhere between 0.5 to 1.5, or depends on each individual.、Um, obviously, when you stimulate strongly, it it gets the job done much much better.、Mm-hmm. Very good, thank you.、Um, no problem. And then in the point combination, <clears throat> this point is frequently、uh, combined with Shuhei Spleen Ten. Uh, spleen A, spleen ten is extraordinarily beneficial when combined together in regulating period,、um, and、uh, especially in Bai Zhenhu, it really talk about、uh, when you combine these two, it treat almost any kind of irregular menstrual problems. You can also combine this point with Sensu Bladder Twenty Three, Zhongji CV CV Two, Sanjiao Spleen Six. To help in tonifying and tonifying both qi and blood, and it can be used to act- activate blood and dissolve、um, stagnation for dysmenorrhea. And、uh, you can also combine this point with Yangqiu, which is、uh, stomach thirty-four, and Zhongwan CV twelve to treat acute abdominal pain.、Um, and、uh, you can also combine with again bladder twenty-three. Uh, kidney three and CV four for the treatment of、uh, non-bagel and uh, nocturnal uh, nocturnal emissions. So these are just some of the point combinations. And how would you needle this point? 
I generally needle it perpendicularly, uh, one sun to 1.5 sun uh, by local knee conditions, often somewhat deeper in general, around 1 to 1.5 sun on mo- for most of the condition. And uh, this uh, point can also be maxa, <clears throat> and especially for cold type of dysmenorrhea. Uh, classics is uh, noted in many, many different places. I want to point out um, the most important place is actually for gynecology comes from this book by Zheng Fu. It talks about how gynecological problem frequently we use both Di Ji and Xue Hai, a combination of spleen 10 and spleen A at this point to treat any, any irregular menstrual problems. It could be hypermenorrhea. It could be hypoenomenorrhea. It could be um, irregular bleeding. It could be mid-cycle bleeding. It could be amenorrhea. Uh, these two points are frequently combined, frequently combined. So that's in the classics. And I just want to come back and just tell people that this point has been researched in looking at secretions of insulin and how um, in the mouse study that this uh, the usage of this point combined with qi which is large intestine 11, can increase the secretion of insulin, for example. Interesting, maybe this could be uh, used in uh, diabetes situations, um, you know, especially type 1 diabetes, not type 2 diabetes. And then uh, this point also have, um, interesting enough, has been researched for insomnia and seems to work well for one of the study for insomnia. Uh, obviously, this point has been literally researched to death on uh, dysmenorrhea and irregular uh, menstrual bleeding. Uh, this point uh, pre- pretty much very effective for all, that, um, all the uh, menstrual issues. So, Jim, do you have anything else to add before we uh, move on? It's a wonderful point. I hate to move on to the next one, but I don't <laughs> well, think we can speak enough about that point. Yeah, we can talk now about Spleen 9, also a major point then. All right. Let's uh, move on to Spleen 9, uh, Yin Chen. <clears throat> um, Yin Chen is, uh, again, an extremely useful point. It originated from the Yellow uh, Emperor's uh, Neijin Lin Su, and uh, it talk about that um, this point is uh, one of the very important points. Um, in means uh, in or yang, so it's the contrast from yang. So it's located on the uh, yang's uh, inside. Yang Ninchen, of course, is gallbladder 34. So Yin Ninchen is on the inside. Lin means hill. A little hill, and uh, Chen means uh, 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 fountain or a spring. Uh, so it's like a fountain or spring that's underneath a hill. So it's a perfect example how that energetics um, in that point relates to the anatomical structure of the bone that's located nearby it. So um, anyway, so let's uh, the uh, name of uh, um, this uh, this th- this point. So, Jim, how would you uh, locate this? Well, I locate this one very close to the uh, tibial condyle, so just inferior to the tibial condyle, and also very close to the posterior tibial border. So I'm right next to where the bone has a shows a curve, the tibial condyle on the upper part and the posterior uh, tibial border uh, is the other aspect of that uh, landmark. So I'm needling fairly close to the bone there. Excellent, excellent. And we know that this point is a Hersey point and is a water point. Uh, incredible point that we use literally for any kind of water metabolism issues. It has an action of clear, damp, a uh, clear, damp or warm heat, a warmth of uh, pathogen and heat, strengthen spleen, regulate qi, benefit kidney, regulate period. Activate blood, activate channels and collaterals, 
uh, regulate qi and dissolve swelling, reduces swelling. So it's used a lot for both spleen and kidney uh, issues. Um, it's an excellent point, warming up the middle jaw and clear the lower jaw. Um, and uh, since it's a uh, um, Hersey point, and the uh, water element point. So very good for almost any kind of kidney issues um, and uh, and bladder issues. So again, strengthen spleen, relieve damp, regulating spleen and kidney, and also liver as well. And that's the action. So how would you use this point, Jim? Well, I meant, I'll reiterate what you're saying, but through certain indications, or I would say some fluid pathologies related to uh, leading to with diarrhea as the manifestation, maybe a damp caused diarrhea, or damp heat caused diarrhea, even diarrhea or loose stools with blood in the stool. Also, bloody hemorrhoids, a damp heat pattern, perhaps. Uh, menstrual complaints, especially, uh, or female complaints, we'll say, leucorrhea with dampness or damp and heat uh, characteristics. Even a jaundice condition where damp and damp heat might be uh, uh, part of the pathology. Uh, fatigue uh, related to dampness in general and edema related to uh, fluid pathologies of the spleen, perhaps. Uh, pain, abdominal distension, and uh, epigastric pain and distension as well. Uh, the feeling of heaviness, for, perhaps, relating to dampness, a decreased appetite related to dampness, and also, of course, local knee pain, especially with knee um, with swelling and, of course, more pain on the medial side as a local point. But I do, if you allow me, Dow, want to mention two other frequent applications uh, for spleen nine for me. One is, once again, based upon channel and collateral theory, a point for elbow pain using the foot tie-in spleen channel for a lung tie-in pathology. But I do also want to mention one additional action, and this is one... Uh, uh, application that I learned from uh, Dr. Wang Ju Yi, um, who recently passed away, but uh, uh, provided wonderful lectures on channel and collateral theory and palpation of channels and collaterals. And he discussed using uh, spleen nine with lung five, often as a very beginning part of a treatment strategy to promote qi movement, arguing that uh, this combination could be as effective or more effective in initial treatments to move qi and blood, perhaps, as the combination liver three, large intestine four, or siguan. So the use of spleen nine and lung five, I, I like using at the beginning of a treatment to promote the movement of chi. How about you, Dao? Is it because um, is it because the lung five is also another Hersey point? Is that why? Mm, I believe the explanation that I well, the explanation I understand is is based upon a little different type of logic than we think in, in traditional eight-principle-based uh, uh, or Tsangfu-based theory. It's more based upon the images and uh, energetics of the Taiyin meridian system because the, the lung dominates qi and the spleen produces qi. Uh, the Taiyin should be able to handle qi conditions of excess and deficiency. So using lung five, perhaps also as a Hussey point with spleen nine, seems to be, in, in the opinion of Dr. Wong, as I understood it in his discussion lecture, uh, to be very important for moving qi as well. And again, the statement was in comparison with Siguan, liver three, largeness and four, suggesting in many initial treatments, we're talking about the first time you treat a patient with stagnation, suggesting the use of spleen 9 and lung 5 rather than liver 3 and large intestine 4 for uh, improving the effect on qi regulation. So it was, a, yeah, it was a new excellent. idea to me, and that's why I've tried it out and been happy with what I've seen from it. That's great. And this point uh, has been used in combination with many, many different points for many different conditions, such as spleen 9 combined with spleen 6 to help with abdominal coldness. Uh, and uh, this point, um, uh, spleen uh, 9 combined with um, uh, uh, basically stomach 36, um, the stomach uh, 37 to treat for abdominal distension and abdominal diarrhea, uh, diarrhea, abdominal distension. 
Uh, we can combine with CV2, uh, bladder through point, spleen 6 to 3 for uh, uh, irregular uh, urination issues. And we can uh, also uh, um, use this point combined with uh, CV2 as well as uh, other points to treat uh, edema as well. Uh, so um, well, well-versed point uh, for a lot of different conditions. How would you needle it? Spleen 9, I tend to needle uh, perpendicularly, 1 to 1.5 soon, uh, for local and or systemic actions of the point. Interesting that uh, there is actually some classics that has advised not to max out this point, which I don't really uh, believe that's the case, but it is some classics has uh, advised against moxa. Um, I actually have seen research that has used emoxibustion uh, along with uh, uh, Dubi as well as uh, Neixi and uh, for knee problems. So I don't really understand the uh, the meaning behind that, but at least you should be aware uh, that's in the classics. Now talk about classics, um, you will see there's a lot, a lot of documentation of this point everywhere, everywhere. Interesting enough, in Zhenjiu Daqiu and Dacheng, they actually talk about this point can be used for cholera, uh, which, as you know, that's a very severe uh, infectious uh, disease. Um, this point uh, is used a lot to treat for edema, for um, abdominal distension, um, uh, intestinal issues, indigestion, kidney issues. Uh, so there's um, uh, there's no lack of documentation of this point in the classics at all. So a wonderful point. And uh, again, is for some people, uh, this point is even more important than the stomach 36 point comparatively. But I think it all really depends on your style, depends on what points you like to use. It's a very interesting contrast point. Um, a lot of people contrast to uh, stomach 36 Personally, I like to contrast that uh, more to gallbladder 34. Uh, one is regulated qi and the other one regulated water. Um, so uh, just looking at both points, uh, what I call the regulation point instead of a straight out tonification point. Mm-hmm. So that's spleen 9. Got anything else to add, Jim? No, that's very good. That's very helpful. Let's do spleen 10. Well, another, another very, very useful point, uh, spleen 10 means, uh, xue hai. Xue means, uh, blood. Hai means sea. Sea of the blood. Interesting enough here, blood, it also means qi. So it's not just, uh, uh, uh the sea of the blood. It's also sea of the qi. Um, it's, um, since it's, uh, used a lot for almost any kind of blood bleeding conditions, um, is therefore named as uh, sea of uh, sea of blood. Uh, this is a very important point in the sense that since spleen uh, dominates over uh, production of blood, and this is a very strong point uh, for the blood situation, uh, so uh, it's uh, it's it's an important point uh, for that. Um, sometimes this point is also used for eczema and itchiness. And sometimes um, uh, people uh, call this baichong, baichong wo, baichong wo point. Interesting enough, if you look at some of the extraordinary point uh, selection, uh, a lot of time they would they would indicate it should be three twin above, uh, three twin above. But uh, there's uh, classics that actually tell us this is actually the actual point of baichong wo. It's uh, very interesting that we do have some uh, uh, differences in in where we're looking at that. How would you uh, locate this point? Well, I have uh, more of an academic description or one in several source books, and I would like to suggest my clinical method for uh, locating it with needling, when needling. Uh, First of all, we keep in mind the anatomy of the vastus medialis muscle, and when the knee joint is flexed at 90 degrees, so it's kind of in a standardized position at 90 degrees or standard position, then this point would be in or near the middle of the belly of the vastus medialis. That's particularly useful if the the patient has a rather large muscle and is well-defined where this belly would be. We can also add 
had the, the description of two uh, Tsun proximal to the medial proximal border of the patella uh, description, which is not always that helpful, again, because it doesn't always co- coincide with the muscle itself and the belly of the muscle. So what I tend to do with this, if I'm allowed to say that, Dow, and you correct me if, if you don't think it's appropriate, but what I like to do is, because I'm not needling this point already, always with the leg at 90 degrees, but more extended, maybe at 45 degrees, what I'll actually do is just start above or superior, we'll say more anatomically correct, proximal to the medial superior border of the patella, and then I'll direct my needle into the the muscle of the vastus medialis on that uh, in that area, and I'll use my needle method. I'll I'll search for that uh, that cheese uh, sensation by uh, moving the needle to uh, reach the chi the or the de chi, get the chi sensation. So I refer to this as the muscle de- depth needling method that some classics refer to where the needle searches for the point, and that's how I'm locating it. Uh, in one um, contemporary source which describes this method, it was described as the spleen method of needling because you uh, you associate muscle with the spleen, and so you, you needle in that area Area just above the medial border, superior border of the patel, until the muscle contracts gently or slightly, meaning the chi has arrived, and that's how it would locate it. So, what's your comment to that? Well, um, I actually, in a classic in Qianjing Yifang, <clears throat> it did talk about you actually want to locate it um, at a 45 degree angle. Mm-hmm. So, you actually is right on. And I would say that. Another way to locate it is really putting the palm on your patella and where the thumb reaches on the inner thigh. That's where the point is. Funny, interesting enough, in the locations, if you look at some of the classic, there are actually some differences. Like, for example, Zhen Jiu Jiai Jing, you talk about it's about one twin and a half from the patella, uh, the edge of the patella. Uh, if you look at Beijing, Qianjing Yao Huang, you talk about up the knee about three twin. And if you look at Neijin Tui, you talk about up the knee about one turn. So you can see all over the place. I think um, contemporary, we saddle at about two twin. But I think everybody needs to be aware that there is definitely a lot of descriptions, uh, discrepancy of this point. Um, but um, otherwise, um, very, very uh, good point for a lot of different things. And um, let me uh, go into the action. Uh, since uh, this is a sea of the blood, it regulates channel, control bleeding, strengthens spleen, and eliminate damp. Uh, it disperses wind, eliminates water, and uh, is used a lot for any kind of blood conditions, gynecological conditions, uh, can all use uh, with this point. Um, but um, I think you have a lot more to talk about for us on uh, what the points are used for specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'll get your opinion on the first indication, which is bleeding condition, conditions involving bleeding. For example, blood in the stool, bloody hemorrhoids, epistaxis, hematemesis, uh, coughing of blood, etc. So I think of it associated to blood as the sea of blood, and I use it for different causes of bleeding. Uh, menstrual complaints, as you mentioned, a wide range. Uh, I won't bore you with the list of them, but essentially those related to uh, menstrual pathology, especially for me with blood stagnation, but it could be used for me also in other conditions causing menstrual problems. Skin conditions you mentioned, uh, and uh, I would like to mention also conditions involving pain. If blood stasis is a trigger, headache pain sometimes, pain in the ribs, pain in the abdomen or epigastric region. And I'll stop right there. How about you? How do you use this point? Well, I use this point a lot in infertility conditions, in irregular menstruation. Um, we do know in research that uh, needling this point uh, does create an interesting uh, changes in endocrine system, uh, especially with uh, pituitary function. Uh, for some reason, this uh, needling this point increases luteal function. 
uh, can cause uh, secretion increases, can cause a secretion increase of progesterone. Um, so it's interesting that um, this uh, has been uh, 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 did this in an animal rapid study, actually. Uh, obviously, this point also has been uh, studied for uh, early carrier and uh, any kind of rash conditions. Um, it also has been uh, researched for uh, shingles as well as psoriasis, uh, as well as vitiligo with a certain amount of uh, help and uh, um, effectiveness. So that's, uh, I just want to add that in point uh, combination wise. Shuehai can be used combined with large intestine 4, large intestine 11, and spleen 3 to uh, disperse wind clear, heat, cool blood, and use mainly for basically allergic skin rash, early carrier situations. We can combine this point with Dubi uh, and Yin Chen and Yang Ning Chen to actually treat the knee joint problems. Um, and, uh, we can also, uh, combine with, uh, Guan Yuan, uh, CV4 and, uh, Qi Hai, uh, CV6 and Stomach 36, actually for the treatment of anemia. Uh, so these are some of the point combinations. Do you got anything else to add? Uh, in terms of the combination, I think you covered most of them. I'll, I'll talk about the depth of it, the needling angle and so forth. I needle it uh, perpendicularly or oblique, mostly oblique, as I mentioned the needle technique before, and I'll needle it 1.0 to 1.5 soon in most cases. Okay, great. Um, yeah, and I, I, I agree with you, and I think... Uh, the depth can be almost anywhere from 0.5 to 1.5. Also depends on the size of a patient. Mm -hmm. um, I want to just say that this uh, uh, this point is well well documented in a lot of classics, ranging from Zheng Jiajing all the way down to Zha Bing Xue Hua Ge. Uh, basically, a lot of them talk about how this point is so useful for irregular menstrual bleedings, um, uh, useful for basically um, uh, amenorrhea, uh, useful eczemas, uh, skin problems. Uh, so it's uh, well documented for its effect in uh, these conditions. Uh, do you have anything else to add? No, I think you were very thorough with Spleen 10. Great. So why don't we go to uh, Jimen. Jimen is spleen 11. Uh, this point originated from Zhenzhou Jia Yijing. Uh, it's a spleen channel point. Uh, qi, it, qi is kind of like a receptacle. It's like when you sweep the floor and there's a receptacle that holds the dustpan, basically. It's a dustpan in some ways. Um, and uh, men means gate. Men means gay. So if you split the lake uh, slightly and sitting on the floor, that area feels like, and in the old day, it describes the anatomy, that that area looks like a little like a round dustbin uh, kind of thing to hold the energy into the point. So we call the jimen. Um, and, uh, and there's a, uh, artery there, which I would love if you can describe the uh, point location for us. Sure. Uh, first of all, from the topographical, uh, um, anatomy and from the meridian itself, we're looking on the connecting line between spleen 10 and spleen 12. So that's, in other words, way up in the abdomen area. We're talking about the part of the dimensions. And this point would be six hands, so in proximal to spleen 10. If I'm trying to define spleen 11, uh, anatomically, I'm locating in, in the first place uh, for a depression between the sartorius muscle and the vastus medialis muscle. So I'm looking for a depression between two prominent muscles in that uh, medial uh, aspect of the thigh. That's great. Excellent. And let me talk a little bit about its action. Jimen uh, uh, can regulate lower jowl, benefit water damp, and disperse wind pathogens. Um, it's um, very similar to spleen six, uh, spleen nine. I'm sorry, spleen nine. That it has a spleen strengthening function, damp relieving function, 
and it opens up urination and it clears the lower jaw. Uh, so it's um, it's an interesting action. It does quite a bit here. Uh, what would you uh, use this point for, uh, Jim? Uh, I tend to use this more for local conditions of the thigh, local problems there. Although, based on channel clarity, I can also use it for upper arm, arm pain. It's, however, not one of the main points I use on the spleen channels. I'm interested in hearing how you use it and how you, what indicates you found in classical sources. Well, uh, the classical sources talk a lot about that is really useful, hesitated blockages of urination. Um, it's equally as effective, if not more effective, than spleen 9 in the treatment of uh, Lin syndrome, as well as any kind of leakage of urine, urinary troubles and hesitations. Um, so I would imagine for chronic prostate, um, uh, benign hypertrophies, you can definitely use for that. Uh, it also documented for, um, eczema situations as well as t- testicular infections, uh, lower libidos. Um, so it's, it's got quite a bit of stuff. It, it's listed in the uh, ancient text. Um, so if we, um, if we, uh, combine it with some point, look at a combination, we can combine it with spleen six and CV2 to treat urinary dysfunction. Uh, we can also combine with Tai Tsong, basically, uh, uh, liver, thir- liver three for any kind of inguinal, uh, inguinal pains. So Jim, how would you, uh, need all this, uh, point? Well, uh, I would needle it perpendicularly and or oblique, depending upon how I'm trying to affect it. Uh, locally, maybe more oblique. Uh, but I do want to point out that there is a, 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 a caution in needling this area because of the uh, uh, proximity to the femoral artery. So there is a possibility of hitting the artery or uh, promoting or causing bleeding or hematoma in the area. So one should... Not uh, needle with uh, um, not needle too deep on this point. Well, you're totally right. The Huang Di Neijin Su Wen Ci Jin Run talk about that um, this uh, point. If you needle incorrectly, you can have uh, bleeding that you can stop. So some classical texts actually advise. Not to needle this point, not to needle this point, but you can moxa. Um, if you do want to needle this point, you gotta avoid the artery. Uh, but you, um, and, and interesting enough, there's some textbook I talk about this, you can moxa, and then some textbook talk about it, you can't really moxa. So I would say that this point is not meant for beginning acupuncturist. I think when you become more advanced, uh, it would be good for you to needle this point under some sort of supervision so you learn how to palpate the femoral arteries and how to uh, not needle directly onto it. Okay, so the classics, um, this is interesting that some people use this point as a diagnostic point to feel the pulse the artery, the pulse of the foot tie-in artery here. Um, in the uh, white type BL, it talk about how this point can be used as well for um, basically uh, uh, benign uh, hypertrophy, prostatic hypertrophy. And Tongnan uh, um, talk about how this can be used for any kind of Lin syndrome, any kind of Lin syndrome. So, Jim, do you have anything else to add for this point before we move on to spleen 12? No, let's go on to spleen 12. Spleen 12, Tsongmen. Tsongmen, now we are getting into the inguinal area now, uh, getting into the pelvic region now. Uh, this point originated from Zhenjiu Jia Yijin, Zhenjiu Jia Yijin, and it has other names. Uh, some other name is called Ci Gong or San Ci Gong, or even it's called Tsongmai. Um, and, uh, it belongs to the foot tie-in spleen channel. It's a meeting point of the foot jue-in liver channel. Um, and chong means a critical area or rushing. Men means a door or a gate. This point 
It's just right on what we call the street of Qi. Very, very important point. It's a connection between the lower extremity and the pelvis. And so we call this Tongmen. We call this the rushing gate. Um, is used to treat a lot of different conditions, and we'll talk about that uh, as we move uh, forward. So, Jim, uh, how would you locate this point? Well, the, this one is located uh, uh, at the same level as CV2 or REN2, and that's the level of the superior border of the symphysis pubis. Uh, and it's in or near the inguinal groove, uh, lateral to the femoral artery. Now, in terms of sun measurements, often described as being 3.5 abdominal sun. Now, just to, for the perspective, the spleen channel on the abdomen, with this exception, is defined as 4 sun lateral to the uh, conception vessel, the Ren vessel, and, and generally speaking, I locate that fortson relative to the lateral border of the rectus abdominis muscle, the lateral border being something that's palpable and, and therefore uh, a useful landmark. So this one being uh, 3.5 in places, it's somewhat medial to that uh, lateral border. Interesting. Interesting. I, I want to ask you because there are some uh, texts talk about how we should, you know, locate 3.5 trim, but it has to be lo- located lateral to the f- uh, femoral artery. Mm-hmm. Um, in some ways, it's not the I muscular agree. location, it seems to be yes. not. Uh, so I wonder uh, what you have to say with that. Well, exactly. Uh, there's several points which. Uh, the sun measurement and the anatomical measurement don't necessarily coincide, and this is one of those points. So if if I was uh, locating this point, I would locate at or near the level of REN12, again, at the uh, superior border or level with the superior border of symphysis pubis, and then I would palpate for the femoral artery and needle lateral to that artery. Fascinating location, and I, I uh, look, I dwell into the classics, and some uh, classic talk about how it's about four trin lateral from the mid mid abdominal nine, and some talk about four point five trin lateral. As you can see, it is all over the place. So I think what is critical is uh, to me, it has to be lateral to the femoral artery, and uh, and at a level of the superior. Uh, uh, supra region, the supra, um, border, um, margin of the uh, pubic bone, uh, which is, uh, basic CV2 uh, location. Uh, so as an action goes, uh, Tongmen, um, has spleen strengthening function, eliminate dam, regular qi, and relieve spasm. It's used to regulate lower jowl, regulate, uh, any kind of qi blockages. Since it's in near the qi chong, qi jie point area, um, it's a very good point to help to move the qi and the blood going between the lower limb as well as the pelvic region. Uh, what would you use this point for? Um, although there's certainly other actions that uh, you'll mention, I finally would I would use it primarily as a local point for lower abdominal pain distension. And I want to mention I consider this being an uh, intersection point with the spleen to the liver channel. So what I'm doing is as local point I'm, I'm considering the channels that I'm affecting with this point, the spleen as well as the liver channel. Excellent, and I will I will want to stress that this point has been known as one of the major points for intestinal and inguinal hernia. Um, it's uh, been known, literally, if you look at classics, they always talk about besides abdominal point, it's good for hernia, it's good for urinary issues, it's good for leukorrhea, uh, vaginal uh, uh, discharge issues, irregular menstruation. This seems to be some of the uh, the indications used for. And if we look at some of the point combination, we can combine Tongmen Spleen 12 with Do 20 as well as the CV6 uh, Qi high, as well as Spleen uh, 6 to treat prolapse of the uterus. 
Uh, for hernia, this point spleen twelve can be combined with liver one, uh, as well as liver three, as well as spleen six for treat any type of inguinal inguinal hernia issues. How would you needle this point? Um, again, uh, in locating this point and being sure that I'm low, not uh, over the femoral artery. I, I would be cautiously palpating for that pulsation there and then needling it perpendicularly or medial oblique, oblique in a medial direction, 0.5 to 1.1 son, 0.5 to 1 son. Yeah, I do, I do agree with you. I want to stress the importance of avoiding the artery. Um, that's, that's very, very important. And the classics, uh, it appears in quite a few classics, and especially three of them. It talk about, uh, talk about is very good for cold distension of the abdomen, the abdominal fullness, good for, uh, body fever, um, good for hernia, um, even talk about lactation difficulties. Uh, you talk about abdominal distension, fullness, and even tumors in the abdomen. Uh, again, it's also useful lactation difficulties. It appears uh, in two, three areas. Uh, it's a very interesting point. Uh, it's, um, it's not the most commonly known point for lactation difficulties, but the classics do point that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so this is, um, uh, Spleen 12. This is the end of our podcast today at Spleen 12. Before we end, uh, Jim, do you have anything else to add to these, uh, these wonderful, uh, points, these six points? Well, perhaps just to add to uh, the last one, not only are we in the area with its point location, I'm talking about Spleen 12, of the femoral artery, we're also fairly close to the femoral nerve there. So needling into the area, uh, one needs to be somewhat cautious so it's not to, to hit a rather large nerve uh, in that area, the femoral nerve. That's the only comment I have to add now. Uh, I have to agree fully. I have to agree. Um, so a very good group of points. Um, I'm impressed in some of the main points, such as spleen A, 9, 10, uh, that we covered today. And uh, we should come back next time and uh, looking forward to cover the rest of the point, uh, which is spleen 13 to 18. Some of these points are very, very regularly used, and some are not really regularly used, but they have very interesting function. Uh, it might be uh, very good for acupuncturists to uh, try some of these points with their patients. Yes. Okay, very good. Um, thank you, Jim. I really appreciate that you're here with me tonight. Thank you, Dr. Gao. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points, and we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health. <laughs>